The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine and KUCI.org on the net. Welcome to Prescriptions for Healing Conflict. I'm Lloyd. I'm the show's engineer, and your host is Mari Frank. Mari's been an attorney mediator for 26 years, and during that time she's resolved thousands of disputes as a neutral conflict healer. She's a member of the Orange County Superior Court Mediation Panel, and she's been a law professor of negotiations and mediation and presently teaches negotiations right here at UCI. She's the author of Negotiations Breakthroughs and co-author of Stepping Stones to Success and several other books. To listen to previous interviews, see upcoming guests, download podcasts, and learn more, visit www.conflicthealing.com. So Mari, what's your show about today? Well, Lloyd, today our show is about the upcoming Orange County Mediation Conference. And this is the 22nd year of this conference, and it's going to be held right here at UCI at the beautiful University Club at the University of California. And so that's pretty exciting. And students can come from half price for half price. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about this, but I'm really excited because my partner in crime, so to speak, Alfonso Clark, who is the chair of the Orange County Mediation Conference Committee, is on the show with me today. And I'm going to ask him some questions about Orange County Human Relations and about the conference committee and the conference. And then he's going to ask me so that we're going to kind of do a dog and pony show a little bit different, but it's going to be a lot of fun. I love Alfonso. He's wonderful. Let me tell you a little bit about his background. Alfonso Clark is the director of the Orange County Human, well, they call it OC Human Relations Dispute Resolution Program, which provides mediation services to Orange County residents for the and for the community and civil matters and he has been with the Orange County Human Relations which is OC Human Relations for 14 years and a mediator for 20 years. He facilitates mediation training, supervises and mentors a dynamic team of staff, volunteer and intern mediators and he has served for 14 years and has been chair past chair of the Orange County Mediation Conference Committee and he was such a trooper that, again, he is chair of the Orange County Mediation Conference Committee, and he is doing a fabulous job, and we are so thrilled that he's with us. Thank you so much for joining me today, Alfonso. Thank you, Mari, for having me. Well, we're going to have fun. We see each other all the time, but now we're going to do something a little different. So first, I'm going to ask you some things that you can help my audience understand about the whole evolution of the conference so up on March 14th, just two weeks away, right here on the campus, there's going to be that 22nd Annual Mediation Conference. Can you tell us how this whole thing all began? Well, it actually uh, started with um, another uh, dynamic that is uh, out of the Dispute Resolution Programs Act of 1986, which, which was a, a piece of legislation that, in essence, was encouraging the counties of California to create community centers and outlets to basically um, have people go through mediation processes and facilitation. And 
primarily, you know, peaceful ways of resolving conflict. And so one of the, the aims of that particular act was actually to uh, promote and educate the public and the community about the use of mediation. So back in 1991, when our local Orange County Board decided to adopt this particular act, uh, we started basically uh, collaborating together with the community programs at the time, and we started putting on this wonderful conference. Yep. So let's talk a little bit about actually the evolution of DERPA, the Dispute Resolution Programs Act. I mean, this was really kind of a forward thinking in, in another form of dispute resolution other than just fighting out in the court, wasn't it? Absolutely. And, and essentially it was to help not only the courts, but uh, local entities, uh, that is, you know, police departments, cities, and, and some of the other um, entities in the communities that provide support so that people, instead of having to do negative self-help, meaning, you know, sort of uh, arguing and debating things or maybe calling, you know, like their local court enforcement or police department or even suing somebody, that instead they could actually sit down with their neighbor or their employer or co-worker or whoever to try to work out things in a much more peaceful way. It's wonderful. And I know your agency is one of the two... DERPA agencies, meaning that you got money from the county to keep up the great programs you have. So let's talk about your agency and what kinds of things you do to foster peace in our community. Well, OC Human Relations, which was established um, in 1971 by the Board of Supervisors, um, at the time where our county started to change in terms of demographics, and we were dealing with some issues that had to do with discrimination and intolerance, um, the aim was to try to find ways to bridge and create better understanding and to fight these kinds of uh, societal ills. And essentially, what we do is, through uh, programmatic pillars, we try to um, effectuate peace and uh, understanding that help people deal with all of their issues in a mo- much more positive way. So, for instance, um, we have our Bridges program, which basically is a program where we bring in together the administrators from the uh, particular school, the teachers and the students, and try to do an assessment so that we sort of gauge how, you know, the kids are getting along on campus. And we bring programming that helps them basically improve the climate of the school. So that issues of bullying, um, you know, discrimination, uh, clicking, and and these other things that some of our kids today face, and as you know, in in recent um, media, we have basically watched or come upon news but talk about how difficult it is for many of the students today. So essentially, these programs try to help create a better climate. And at the end of the year, we do uh, a post-assessment to maintain a pulse on how that climate is improving. Now, we also have our community building program, which is kind of taking that same approach from the Bridges program, but much more um, a, uh, at a community-wide level. So we involve uh, various groups. Uh, sometimes it, it's improving police-community relations. Sometimes it's improving the way that the cities uh, interface with, you know, local community leaders and, and, and sometimes in particular communities of, of, of ethnic or, or religious uh, backgrounds where there are some differences there. And so it, the aim is to try to bring them to address conflicts and issues that come out of Sometimes it's understanding of not really knowing your neighbor or, or knowing, you know, the, the ways that we, uh, you know, come at our society with our own cultural backgrounds to create uh, and improve those relations. And the third pillar, which is the one that I oversee, is the dispute resolution program. And through it, we provide mediation and conciliation to help uh, parties 
people in the community that have conflict resolve those problems in a much more peaceful and, um, you know, friendly way and also private because, as you know, especially if it's in a court setting, um, you, you know, people are having a very uh, public dispute and, and perhaps maybe sharing things that really belong in a much more, you know, sort of quiet, quiet and, and, and private um, environment. Yes, and it's confidential. And I think one of the wonderful things that you have is it's very inexpensive to utilize the services as well. So that's a that's a huge difference from the court, too. And I know that you have quite a few volunteer mediators. So why don't you talk a little bit about that and how people get trained? Well, um, through this act that we just referenced earlier, um, one of the things that as a community mediation center that we are charged to do is to provide training for people that want to actually not only, of course, you know, gain the benefit of, of resolving their conflict in a positive way through mediation, but also to learn how to do that themselves. And we feel that by doing that, we basically um, extend the reach of, of these efforts uh, throughout our community. So every quarter, we put on a, a basic mediation training that is about uh, 32 hours. And so we have, you know, members from the community from all walks of life, professions, uh, students, professionals, etc., and they take these trainings and, and, of course, learn the basic skills to become a mediator. And then those that actually not only want to have the training experience but also want to practice, they can actually sign up as a volunteer uh, with our organization. And basically, you know, we have them go through a, um, you know, kind of like a hands-on approach and mentoring and coaching where they learn how to then put those skills to practice. We also provide um, interns, those that are students that are pursuing internship opportunities for credit for their um, you know, school work, to come in and then be able to also uh, go through that experiential component to, to not only you know, get credits for their internship, but also come up with really wonderful skills. Yeah, and so those, as we're sitting here on the campus of the University of California, Irvine, that might just perk some interest among our students here as well. Now, um, one of the this kind of leads us into this Orange County Mediation Conference because at the conference we do a lot of training, don't we? And we also will be telling more about the two DERPA programs, which is your program at, at OC Human Relations and Community Services Program, so that at, at people can even get involved right there at the conference if they're interested. So let's let's talk about the purpose then of the, the annual mediation conference. Want to just share a little bit about that? Well, the, the main purpose is to bring people from the or our local community, that is Orange County, to promote the use of mediation. So people that are uh, new to mediation can learn more about it. Those that are already uh, mediators in varying degrees of experience can come out and, and get some, you know, some solid skills or brush up on, on areas of, of the practice that they may be curious about. So essentially is to let people know that, that mediation is here to stay, and it's a wonderful way for people to resolve their conflicts. And so it's, it's educating the community about it, those that may want more information, those that know, and also to have our uh, wonderful mediators, both private and, and volunteer mediators, uh, network with each other, you know, because that's a, a really wonderful opportunity. I mean, this is once a year, and, and I believe this is a premier program that we have. I, to my knowledge, there is no other mediation conference in Orange County uh, in the way that we do other than this one. Yes. And so why don't you tell the theme? Well, our wonderful theme this year is mediation in a time of change, 
2014, the year of transformation. Yeah, and we all want to transform and get better and better. So now we're going to switch roles, and we're turning Alfonso into a radio host so that I can share. Now, again, he's our chair, and I'm his vice chair, so I'm his sidekick. So that's how we're going to play with it today and make it a little bit different. So now Alfonso is going to ask me some questions that I can share about this wonderful, exciting conference in two weeks. Absolutely. So, Mari, could you tell us who is this conference for, and is there credit for this conference? That's a great question. First of all, this, this conference is for anyone who wants to learn more about peaceful conflict resolution. So we're going to have the volunteer mediators from HRC, uh, um, HR uh, Human Relations, and from Community Services Program, but we're also having a lot of attorneys, and attorneys and paralegals can get credit for it so that they can get credit toward their continuing legal education. Even CPAs can get that credit, which is wonderful. And also, we want people who are like therapists who actually do mediation with families. We're looking for um, forensic accountants who end up doing neutral. Anyone who wants to be as a neutral or anyone who really wants to help resolve conflict in their families, in their communities, in the world, they are welcome to come, and we have fabulous, fabulous things going on. And the fun part about it is, it's very inexpensive. It's, we are, you know, a nonprofit. We go through uh, the nonprofit OC Human Relations and Community Service Programs, which are both nonprofits. And so we can make it inexpensive, and we have it right here at the University Club at the campus of the University of California, Irvine. And guess what? Breakfast and lunch is included. It's going to be wonderful. So that's a little bit how the, the day uh, starts. But, um, yeah. Well, it actually, since you you know started out that way, then would you actually tell us what the, the rest of the day entails? Yeah, this is pretty exciting. First, we're going to have a welcome by uh, J. Michael Chenault. He's from the University of California, Irvine. He's an ombudsman. So he is going to welcome us. And then we have wonderful speakers. We have A. Marco Turk, J.D., who is a professor, and he is going to be presenting, and I'll tell you his title, I have it here, An Overview of Restorative Justice Principles, The Transformation. And so he is going to start out there, and then we also will be having Commissioner Carmen Luegi, um, and she is going to talk about mediation with the volunteers from the um, DERPA programs, and she's going to share about what they're doing and get people excited about that. And then what happens right after that? Well, first, I forgot all about breakfast first. Breakfast comes first. <laughs> That's really important. For you got to eat. You got to eat. And, and then they can network, too. I mean, they come in at 8.30 in the morning, and they network, and they have a lot of fun, and they get registered. They meet each other. They get their packet. And um, they get some food, and they get to meet all the people that are exciting people there. Anyway, so after um, after that, then we're going to have wonderful workshops. And we I'm not going to go through every single workshop, but let me just tell you that we have workshops that go on uh, deal with divorce mediation, that deal with just any a gift of conflict, how to change conflict into a positive outcome. We're going to have things about str how to reduce stress. And for attorneys, they can get three specialty credits, and that is ethics, substance abuse. We're not going to give them anything that's going to cause them to have substance abuse. And then also um, 
for bias and how to eliminate bias in the mediation profession as best as we can and dealing with disclosures, all sorts of wonderful things to transform conflict into a positive outcome where people can actually see the gift in conflict is to grow, to get, to understand each other, to become unified, to, to re, to create uh, solutions and creative uh, options for, for making their lives better. And then, um, so then we come back after that, the first set of workshops, and then we're going to have lunch and that's really important. We're going to have this delicious lunch. And during lunch, we're going to have Judge Kirk Nakamura, who is the head of the Civil Mediation Program at the Orange County Superior Court. And he's going to do an update about what's going on with the courts, especially with all the budget problems, how they're using mediation to really help people to resolve conflict. And then we're having our, our keynote speaker, William Eddy, who is not only a, an attorney, he is a therapist, and he has a whole uh, program on high-conflict c- uh, resolution, the, the, the most difficult kind, and he's a wonderful speaker, and uh, I've heard him before, and he's actually been on this show as well. And by the way, Marco Turk has also been on this show, so we've had really great people who are going to be speaking. So we've got um, 11 workshops, five MCLE credits, and um, it's just just a, a fabulous day. I always love to go. It's fun. It's exciting. And it's from 8.30 to, uh, to 4.30. Sounds great, Mari. Now, can you tell us, uh, what about the students and the non-mediators who are interested in the profession? How will this program and, you know, this whole wonderful conference uh, benefit them? Oh, it's going to benefit them terrifically because, you know, students right now are, um, you know, they involve themselves in their own conflict. And we even have a law school here on campus and we have um, some mediation classes, but not enough. And so this is an opportunity for students right here on the campus or anywhere in Orange County. They could be a student at Saddleback College, at Orange Coast College, anywhere. They can come and go at half price. And, and they can learn about mediation. They can actually have these experiential workshops where they practice some of these skills. They get to meet other people that they could become an intern. They could even become an intern for you, right? Absolutely. They could become an intern at, um, at OC um, Human Relations. They could become an intern for community services programs. Anywhere, and they can even maybe become interns for attorneys there, so they have a wonderful opportunity. And I know with your organization, they can get credit for for the university, and I think probably with Jennifer's program as well. And so that's one a, a great day for them. It's right on the campus, and it's really an opportunity for them to meet other students and meet professionals in the field who are going out there who are always willing and able to help them and answer questions. And I know Alfonso, you're always out there ready to answer questions and involve people and, and bring them in. Absolutely. And you know, by the way, we're going to have uh, as part of the program a DERPA panel um, at the end of the day. So those uh, mediators that, I mean, those individuals that are not mediators, as well as the students that may want to learn more about our programs, as you mentioned, can also partake in that particular panel and ask all the questions that they have. 
Exactly. And then even then, maybe you should bring some forms for people to sign up if they want to, that, that they can make an application and, and be right on ready to go and, and get involved in your program because it's a fabulous, I'm a volunteer for your program. So it's incredible. Indeed. Thank you. And we'll just do that. So now I have one more question for you, Mari. Uh, so tell us how people can learn more and, uh, you know, go on and register. Yeah. Well, the way that they can register is they can go on the web to ocmediationconference.org, O-R-G. That's ocmediationconference.org. And right there, they can register, do it through PayPal, and they can see the guests, uh, the, um, the various programs, and that's up there. For them to see and to sign up, and they will actually have a chance to kind of pick out what programs they would like to choose because they're going to have three sets of workshops, and they're going to have a choice of one of four for each of them. Uh, and so they're going to be able to choose actually from 11 different programs what they'd like to go to. The other neat thing is that even if you can't go to all the programs at that website, ocmediationconference.org, you can look up the program and see who's speaking, find out a little bit about them. The bio will be up there as well. And also, you can see the handouts because we want people to be able to take the handouts, download them before they come to the conference. And if you Let's say there's two you would love to go to, but you can't go to both. You can download the handouts from both of them and have that opportunity to learn at least from the handouts about what was going on and then find out more about that program as well. So they can learn more there and they can register. And as I said, that the students go half price and you want to register at least a week ahead of time because there's a discount. For attorneys, it's only $30 for five credits. That's $6 a credit. And everybody knows you usually pay $25 or $30 a credit. So this is an incredible bargain for attorneys, paralegals, and CPAs who want to get this continuing education credit. And so they can sign up there as well. And I just wanted, you asked me a question before um, about the other non-mediators, and I just wanted to go back. Can I do that, Alfonso? Absolutely. Yeah, because we have a little bit more time. Uh, we talked about the students, but, you know, not everybody is an attorney. Alfonso's not an attorney, but he's been doing this 20 years. He knows what he's doing. You don't have to be an attorney to be a mediator. And there are many different types of people who do mediation, and, and they might be in the environmental area. They might be in family law. They might be in just being a therapist. I know one of the programs, I'm actually one of the presenters with a therapist who does mediation as well. So don't be put off by thinking, oh, this is court stuff or whatever. This is really for anyone who wants to be a peacemaker, a, a um, conflict resolver, wants to keep this the you know keep the peace in our community and you can do it either on your own family because I'll tell you I don't I know Alfonso you have kids but sometimes we have to be mediators as fam- as a family member right absolutely it's an ongoing job it's an ongoing job so even if you don't want this as a career um, you can come and you can learn all these skills that you can apply to your workplace you can apply to your spouse 
You can apply to your children. You can apply to the community if you do volunteer work. And you can have a lot of fun meeting some people who are real, genuine, heartfelt um, problem solvers and peacemakers. And, you know, the name of our show is Prescriptions for Healing Conflict. What better place to go than for Prescriptions for Healing Conflict? So we have just a, a couple more minutes. So, uh, Alfonso, um, why don't you just tell us about some of the things that you're working on right now with OC Human Relations? What are what are some of the projects that you have upcoming? Well, uh, I could tell you in terms of uh, one of our seminal programs every year, we have an award ceremony. And this year, we're actually going to be celebrating our 43rd year. Wow. Yes. And, and we actually, um, on, the, on the heels, are perhaps highlighting that this year is the 50th anniversary of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Right. We are actually um, calling our Human Relations Awards, our Human Relations Awards, um, you know, it's, it's for the legend. So what we're doing is we're actually um, going back and, and recognizing people that have provided tremendous leadership and um, have really gone above and beyond in our you know, communities here in Orange County to, to make our county uh, an inclusive county, a, a county that respects diversity um, and, and that is tolerant of each other's differences. And so that year we have, I mean, this year, uh, coming up in May, we are having a, a wonderful program where we're going to be highlighting these wonderful heroes. And so where, where is that going to take place? That's going to take place at the uh, Grove in Anaheim. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and typically is uh, an evening function. So it's like um, usually it starts at, I want to say, uh, 5 o'clock or so, you know, registration. And then the program part of it, uh, you know, people have to sort of mingle. Sometimes we have a, a silent auction, and I believe that we may be poised this year for, for that. And then the program starts typically about 7. There's a dinner um, where we have everybody uh, participating. And then the, the program starts, and we, you know, recognize this wonderful Human relations, human rights, civil rights leaders, and uh, and it's really uh, an awesome event. Um, every year that I um, attend as part of the staff, I'm really in in awe of the incredible work that you know some of these folks in our communities are doing. Just really, really powerful work, bringing people together and 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 helping us deal with some of the most uh, challenging areas of of what it is to 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 live uh, in a community. Yes. And so will they find out about that at your website? Absolutely, yes. They can, they can go to our website, uh, which is, you know, www.ochumanrelations.org, and they can definitely get all the information um, about our upcoming program um, as well as any uh, more information that they want. We, you know, we have a really uh, dynamic media section. We have videos about some of the things that we have done, especially, you know, the program that we have with our youth. So it's a really wonderful resource. There's also articles and, and uh, you know, some of the reports that we have actually put together uh, regarding our work. I also wanted to, to perhaps mention briefly that um, one of the, 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 the recent uh, pieces of work that we did was to facilitate a, a, um, a session with the, um, the California Association of, of, of Cities uh, the local chapter in Orange County, whereby we had uh, some uh, representatives from the Board of Supervisors as well as some of the local cities to help them deal with 
um, what happens when you have uh, members of the public address a city council and sometimes make uh, statements that are not necessarily uh, peaceful, <laughs> sometimes even bordering, you know, hate speech. Right. Um, and so how do you sort of balance that, you know, versus free speech? And so it was a wonderful um, facilitation session that where the, the city leaders came up with some uh, proposed guidelines that they could use. I mean, they're guidelines, but it was a really uh, a wonderful way um, where our, you know, our organization really brought together some of the uh, our local leaders to try to address, you know, with this difficult issue. Well, I know all the great work that you do, and we love you so much, Alfonso, for the great work that you do, not only for OC Human Relations, but also as our fearless leader for the Orange County uh, the uh, Orange County Mediation Conference Committee. So I just want to say thank you for that. And we are having our program. It's called Mediation in a Time of Change 2014, the Year of Transformation, right here at the campus on March 14th at 8.30 to 4.30, right here at the University Club. And Alfonso and I are going to be there as partners to greet you and have a lot of fun, right? Yes, indeed. Okay, thank you, Alfonso, and we will talk to you very soon. Well, thank you, Mari, for having me on your show. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine and KUCI.org on the net. I'm Mari Frank. Join us every Monday morning at 8.30 a.m. for Prescriptions for Healing uh, Conflicts, and we hope to see you at the conference on March 14th right here. University Club. Thanks. The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents.